So let's go ahead and come on to our backs. You can just lie down. Bring your right hand to your low belly and your left hand onto your heart. Feel the body breathing. Feel how the body naturally moves with the breath. Let it be simple, just watching the body breathe. Bringing the mind back to the breath. Notice how it likes to jump around and find other things to think about or focus on. Notice that and keep bringing it back to the breath anyway. do you feel? Where do you feel it? Beginning to notice what parts of the body are speaking to you. What are they saying? So from the space of noticing and breathing, choose one word to support you in your practice today.
So if you're feeling tired, maybe the word is something like restore or renew. Or vitality. Once you feel that you found your word, you're going to bring your straight legs together so that the legs touch along the midline. And then bring your right knee in toward your body. Interlace your fingers around that leg wherever it's comfortable. And so as you breathe here, start to take the work out of the posture. So let your shoulder blades drop toward the floor. And instead of pulling on the leg with the arms, let the arms become heavy instead. Now for some of us, what might happen is the elbows bend and we might even feel like we're rolling off to the right. We might end up landing on our right elbow. So if you're getting pulled with gravity, let that happen. If you need support of one of your props, then find a prop. So that the only effort in the posture is in the interlace of your fingers. Everything else is becoming soft. Everything else is letting go into gravity. let your jaw soften. Letting go of the root of your tongue. The roots of your teeth. Letting go of the space between your collarbones. Space around your tailbone. These last few breaths, 
soften something. Using your left hand, guide that bent right knee across the body so that you're coming into a twist. See if you can roll up onto your outer left hip. So you might need to adjust your hips to do that, so let your body's intuition help out with the placement. So that you're finding a place of ease. You might end up keeping that left hand on the right leg. You might end up letting go. What feels right for you? Where does the right arm want to be? Does it want to be out to the right or closer to the body or somewhere else? What about the head, the neck? Maybe the posture ends up looking a lot less traditional than what we're used to. That's the idea of yin practice. Yin is about going inside. We have a basic frame of a twist, and then from there, we move toward what feels right for us. As long as you're receiving a twist in the spine, everything else is optional. So as you breathe, soften. So maybe you stay here. Maybe you reach the left hand down toward the foot, the right foot. So keep the knee bent as you reach toward the foot. Catch hold of the foot first, and then begin to extend the leg out. 
Yep, left hand or right foot. And if holding on to the foot isn't available, skip it. Go back to where you were. Keep it simple. Now, if you are holding on to the foot, again, find that place of softening. So, of course, you've got a bit of action in the hand holding on to the foot. But let that be no more work and no less work than what's necessary. Finding that balance point to where if you soften any more, the foot would slip. Breathing. Notice what you're feeling, where you're feeling it. Allow yourself to soften into the strong sensations. If you straighten the legs, slowly bend the knee. And then bring your left hand to the inner right leg and gently push the leg back up to center so that your low back and hip is doing very little of the work. Bringing the foot to the earth and then sliding the leg out. And just lie flat for a moment and let the body digest the pose, if you will. Letting that assimilation process happen. Notice what you feel, where you feel it. 
If you're new to yin, you might notice some new sensations. They usually have an achy quality. Some people describe it as it feels like a bit of a stiffness as you come out of the pose. That's part of the practice. So legs come together, so again you establish your midline. And then bring your left knee in, interlace the hands around that leg wherever it's comfortable. Once you've interlaced the fingers, start to take the work out of the pose. So first softening the shoulder blades. Then letting go of the need to pull on the arm, or pull on the leg rather, and letting the arms be heavy. When you do this, for some of us, we end up feeling like the arms are getting pulled on by the leg. So that might be part of it for you. If that's happening, let yourself enjoy that. So focus on just keeping the grip of the interlaced fingers and let the arms get pulled. It's actually really great for our wrist and our shoulders to experience that pull. thinking about that idea of softening. Scanning the body. Being curious about what spaces maybe could soften a little more. The mouth, the face, collarbones and tailbone. Mindfully using your right hand, 
Guide that left knee across the body into the twist. Again, if you can, roll up onto your outer right hip. You might need to shift the hip to do that, so just tune in, see what your body needs. And then once you've settled into the twist, make any adjustments in your upper body that are necessary for comfort. You can either stay as you are, or with a bent knee, reach down with the right hand, catch the left foot, and then start to straighten the leg to your degree. It might not look completely straight, so straighten to your degree. And if, if again this creates any strain or you have to push or pull to get there, skip it, go back to where you were, be at ease in your body. Oftentimes we think that more is, is what we need. And oftentimes the body just needs the gentlest approach to activate its own healing potential. The body knows how to heal itself. Otherwise we'd be in really big trouble when we cut or scraped our skin. So as you start to soften here, that softness helps to activate your body's own healing potential. Your ability to relax and let go deeply will be a direct indicator of your health throughout your lifetime. Soften.
if you straighten the legs, slowly bend the knee. And then use the right hand to gently push the leg back up to center. Finding the foot to the floor and then slide the leg out to the mat. And breathe here. Place the feet flat to the mat. Rolling gently to your right. And then press down into the hands to come up. So we're going to find an all fours position. So find all fours. Once you're at all fours, you're going to step your right foot through to your hands. And then from here, you want to walk your hands forward so that your hips move forward toward the, the front calf. And you're looking for a stretch for the base of your calf and into the Achilles. So for some of us, we're going to feel it right away. And for others, it'll take a little bit more. So some adjustments that you can make if you feel like you're feeling too much of a stretch, walk the foot forward away from the body and then come back into it. If you're not quite feeling a stretch, you can experiment with bringing the foot closer to the body and then coming back into it. So the idea is that your hips are sinking toward the earth and you're finding at least a mild stretch at the base of the calf and into the Achilles. Now you can stay up on fingertips or you can make gentle fists so that your wrists are aligned with the bones of your hands. You can have palms flat, whatever feels right. You can have the head lifted or you can let the chin drop, knowing that if you let the chin drop, that's going to bring a little more stretch into your spine. It's also going to add weight to the front foot, so just be mindful. If it's too deep, then bring the head back up. Really letting the hips melt. So even though the focus of the stretch is the Achilles, you'll most likely feel a secondary stretch happening in the left thigh and up into the hip flexors. So let the hips remain heavy and breathe.
now using just the hands and the back foot, push into the floor to gently walk your hips back. Try not to use the front leg to create the effort. And then once the front foot feels weightless, slide it back, find your way to all fours, pause for a moment, breathe. And then slowly step your left foot through to the second side of the lunge. Walking your hands forward so the hips move forward, finding the stretch in the base of the calf and into the Achilles. Your heel may or may not be on the floor with that front foot. It just depends on how your bones are put together and the amount of tension in your muscles and tendons. Find your space. Let the hips be very heavy. Press into the hands and the back foot to gently shift your hips back. Take your time. Once the front foot is light, slide along the floor. Find your way into child's pose. Big toes together, knees can be together or apart. Shift back and let the forehead rest somewhere. Find your way up to all fours again. So this time you're going to step your right foot to your outer right hand, a slightly bigger step than last time. And you want to turn the right toes out just a bit so they start to fall off the edge of your mat. And 
you're going to walk your hands forward again so that your hips start to sink. And from here, a couple of things you want to think about is the knee joints. So if the back knee is, is talking, you might want to either roll forward a bit so that you're off the kneecap or pad the back knee by rolling up your mat a little bit or using your blanket. Front knee, you want to make sure that it's either right over the ankle or it can move beyond the ankle. You just don't want to hang out in this pose with the knee behind the ankle. Okay, so either over the ankle or forward of it. And you might find that the knee wants to drop out a little to the right, and that's okay. You might even find that the inner edge of the foot peels up all fine. Keep the hips heavy. Either stay on your hands or you can work your way onto your elbows. If the floor feels too far away for your elbows, use a prop. Put a bolster or blocks underneath of your arms so that you have the support. Head can stay neutral or let it hang. Find your breath. hips to remain very, very heavy. So, using your back leg and your hands, push into the floor to shift your hips back. Slide the right foot back, find your all fours position. Pause for a moment, find your breath, and then when you're ready, step your left foot to the outer left hand. Turning the toes out to the left a little bit so they start to fall off the edge of your mat. Begin to walk the hands forward, letting the hips sink toward the earth. Love being in this room when it rains, it's so amazing. Yeah, it's rain. In the last class, it started right in Shavasana, and it was perfect. It was, it was so amazing. All right, so find your space again. Make sure that your knees are happy. You can come onto your forearms at any point if you'd like, especially if you have wrist issues, 
<coughs> can be a good place to be. <coughs> Excuse me. body's asking for. Give it the support that it requests. Deepen your breath here in these last moments. Use your back leg and your hands to work your way out of the pose. Find all fours. Child's pose briefly, resting. Preparing for pigeon pose. It's usually known as swan and yin, but it's the same basic posture. So you're going to slide your right knee forward, kicking the foot out to the left a bit, so that you end up with the right knee to the right of your midline and the foot to the left of your midline. And I know some of us have the habit of grabbing the foot and pulling it forward, but try to instead let the bones of the legs adjust themselves so that everything's safe and solid. Walk your back leg away a little bit so the hips start to sink. Check in, make sure that you haven't rolled off to the right or the left, you're up and centered. Pull your outer right hip back a bit. Press the feet into the floor for a moment. Pull the tailbone long toward the back heel and inhale, draw up through the front of your armpits. And on your exhale, slowly fold in. Find a place to rest. Again, use props as needed and support for the arms or the head. Mm. 
Soften into gravity. Walking the hands back slowly. Finding your way up and make your way to all fours. And as you arrive at all fours, just gently swaying the hips right and left in slow motion. Notice what you feel. draw your left knee forward for swan. Again, try to let the bones of the legs place themselves. Once you're steady, slide the back leg away. Make sure you're centered, not leaning right or left. And then pull your outer left hip back. Reach the tailbone down and back. Press into the bones of the feet. Inhale, draw up through the front of the armpits. And exhale, draws you into the posture, folding in. Finding your space.
Like go into gravity. Trust your body's wisdom. It's going to give you a clear, clear signal if you've gone too deep. Soften, let go. Mindfully walking your way back up. Finding your way to all fours. Again, just letting the hips shift right and left a few times. feet together for Baddha Konasana. And if you're like me and your knees sit pretty high above the crest of your hip bones when you're in this position, then you may want to take um, either your blanket or a thinner prop or even roll up the edge of your mat and sit on it so that you're sitting right on the edge and that'll help bring some ease into the leg bones so that they can drop open a little bit easier. And so once you're settled in, you're going to place your right hand on the floor to your right. So this hand is there for your support. Its exact placement is going to depend on what feels supportive for you. Left hand, you're going to turn the fingers out away from the body and bring the heel of the hand onto the thigh bone of that left leg so that the hand is resting up against the hip and the fingers are rolling over the top of the thigh. And you're just going to start to push into the left thigh bone with the left hand. So you're creating a bit of a stretch there in the hip joint. Breathing into your hip. hand forward one handprint so it's at the mid thigh press down and hold 
then take the hand, just one more handprint out so that you're not on the knee, but just behind it and pressing down into the thigh bone once again. back to the mid thigh again press down and hold back to the base of the thigh right up against the hip press down and hold You can either maintain this or, keeping the press of the hand, twist gently toward your right knee. Stay here in the twist, or you can bow forward toward the right knee, letting the head drop. Remember, your right hand is there to support you, so move it as needed. So you're bowed toward the right knee, and you're pressing into the left thigh with the left hand. Start to breathe more into your left lung, as if you're trying to breathe so much into the left lung that it expands more than the right. A couple of more deep breaths. Keep pressing into the left leg. let the hands rest on the ankles and just breathe here for a moment breathe deep into both lungs and see what you notice anybody want to share what they notice nobody What'd you say? Ouch? Ouch, <laughs> Ouch where? <laughs> so what I was, what? that's part of it. <laughs> the hips are going to be talking, but the other piece of it is that if you notice, you can breathe now more into your left lung. You can feel how there's compression around the right lung and not the left. Feel that? Yes, okay, yay, all right, let's do the other side. <laughs> Bring your left hand to the floor to your left so it's supporting you. Take your right hand, turn the fingers away from the body so you can bring the heel of the hand onto the right thigh bone, right up against the hip so the fingers are draping over the top of the leg, the quad. And then start to press into your right hand. Breathing into your right hip. And 
just settling into this idea of lingering. Each exhale, an opportunity to soften. See what you can soften in the exhales. Gently slide the hand forward, one handprint to the mid-thigh, press down and hold. Slide the hand out to that last point. Make sure that you're not on the knee. Press down and hold. Linger, breathe, soften. We're usually so busy searching for a cure to what ails us that we forget that healing is in our own hands. If we but tune in, if we but soften. We allow ourselves to get still and to linger. Bring the hand to the mid thigh again, press down and hold. hand back to the point closest to the hip, press down and hold, really driving into the heel of your hand. You can stay there or you can gently twist toward the left knee. Stay there or slowly bow forward, nose toward knee, just letting the head hang. Keep that press in the right hand and breathe into your right lung, trying to expand the right lung so that it grows larger than the left on each inhale. Slowly, mindfully come back up. Hands rested, ankles, breathe into both lungs fully. 
slowly hands to outer legs. Push the legs together with the hands. Let the legs straighten. Pause for a moment, maybe moving the feet and ankles. All right, so you're going to scoot toward the left edge of your mat. If you're sitting on something, go ahead and get rid of that. You might want to have your bolster or your blanket handy. We do have some extra props up here. If anyone needs them, feel free to come up and grab something. All right, so you're going to pull your right foot back. For half saddle, you want either the top of the foot on the floor, which may not be possible depending on your knee and ankle joint. And so if you need to, you can turn the right foot out to the right. If the knee or ankle are still complaining, try separating the knees a bit. If none of the above is working out, let me know after I get everybody else into the pose. I'll come and help you out. So when you're ready, you can tune in, see what you're feeling in the quad. If you're feeling a lot of stretch in your right quad, you can stay seated. Otherwise, you can start to work your way back to the first stage, which is elbows. Now, if the floor feels really far away, use your bolster or your blanket or blocks, whatever you have, to prop yourself up so that you're bringing the floor up to you. Check in there. Again, make sure the joints are okay. Again, if you're not feeling a lot in the quad, then maybe you drop back all the way onto the shoulders. Again, you can support your head and shoulders with your bolster, or you may end up finding the floor. You should not have to grit your teeth in order to be in the pose. So if that's happening, then you've gone too far. <laughs> Come out of it, modify. Settle in, find your breath. Are you able to feel it in your quads? Hip flexors? You don't want to be sitting on it. Okay. So where do you feel it most when you have right the top now, of your foot? Right now I feel it like down there. Okay. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Tune in to your breath. Is there anything that your body is asking for? Any adjustment in the posture? Mm -hmm. 
like, we can do an assisted yin for you here. If you want to just flip over onto your belly and I'll stretch you. feeling it in the hip flexor at all? No? Exhale is an opportunity to soften. If you're on your arms already, if you're propped up already, you can work your way to seated from there. If you're laying on your back, then roll toward your left side and just curl up on your side in a fetal position for a moment, just drawing your knees to the chest. Let the, let the joints just be soft and, and rest. Press into your hands to slowly come up. And you're going to find the other side. So straighten the legs out in front if you need to make any small movements in the joints. Go ahead and take care of that. And then scoot over to the right edge of your mat and draw your left foot back for the second side. So again, top of the foot can be on the floor. 
or you can turn the foot out to the side. Knees can separate if needed. And then as you're ready, check in, see how much you're feeling in that left quad. If you're not feeling a lot, then you can move onto your elbows. Pause there for at least a few breaths. And if it feels like you can deepen, then work your way onto your back again. Remember, this side might be quite different, so tune in. Once you're settled, find your breath, find gravity. Each exhale, an opportunity to soften. Can you soften on this exhale? What about this exhale? Let go of the mouth. Tailbone. Space between the collarbones.
last few breaths, soften something. Very slowly. If you're propped on your arms, you can work your way up from there. But if you're lying on your back, then go ahead and roll to your right. Curl up. Take a moment to breathe. into your hands and find your way up. Sit for a moment, maybe again moving the ankles, toes. So we're going to take our nidra, our short nidra. So it's a guided relaxation, so you're going to set yourself up in your shavasana, pointing the head toward the center of our kind of circle. (laughs) It's an oval tonight. (laughs) So you're going to lie on your back and get comfortable. Take any creature comforts that you need. Ideally, the limbs are not touching one another or the body. Palms are turned open toward the ceiling. Let your eyes close and let them remain closed. Become aware of your breathing. Aware of your breath. of the whole body.
And you become aware of the whole body, become aware of the floor. Aware of the body and aware of the floor. Complete stillness. Aware of the body, aware of the floor. stillness. Become aware of the connection between your body and the floor. All of the places where the back body and the floor meet. Focus your connection, or your attention rather, on the connection between your body and the floor. That very thin line where the body and the floor meet. of connection between the body and the floor. to the front body. Notice where the front of the body and the space around the body meet. Focusing on that space of awareness where the physical lines of the body end and the space around the body begins.
complete awareness of the connection between the body and the space around the body. Body and space. attention now to the lips, aware of the space where the upper and lower lip meet, focus all your awareness on the line of connection between the upper and lower lip. the meeting point between the upper and lower lip. Move your awareness now to the eyelids. Aware of the meeting point between the upper and lower eyelids. Focus all your awareness to the meeting point between the upper and lower eyelids.
awareness now to the whole body. Feel the whole body together. Now in parts, feel the right leg from hip to toes. And the left leg from hip to toes. Right arm from shoulder to fingers. Left arm from shoulder to fingers. The head. Torso. Hips. Aware of both legs together. Both arms together. The whole back body. The whole front body. Right side of the body. Left side of the body. The whole body together. The whole body together. Aware of the whole body. the whole body and aware of your breath without changing the breath notice watch the body breathe aware of the body moving naturally with the breath breath, aware of the whole body. Begin to bring movement to your toes, to your fingers. Finding your way slowly onto your right side.
Pressing into the hands, slowly rise, finding a comfortable seat. Hands together at the heart. Bless you. <laughs> hands at heart. Just acknowledging your own efforts for stepping onto the mat today. Realizing that all you've cultivated in your time on the mat now expands into the world. Permeating all that you do all that you are and all that you're becoming. Thank you so much for joining me in practice. Namaste.